What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D. This is episode 48. I think Ryden got that right. Um, it's Monday, April 11th. It's 2 a.m. I'm just kidding. It's not 2 a.m. It's, uh, I don't know what time it is. Anyway, we're going to title this one HVAC R&D Time. Because uh, we haven't had an episode without a guest in a while, and we're pretty stoked about it. Uh, not that we don't love you guys, but we just need a little R&D time. we got a lot of shit to catch up on, so uh, let's get it going. Yeah, come on. intro with lucas he's like i mean that, that was so sensual that uh he talks so fast that 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 yeah come on was so sensual and you did it again like yeah come on freaking lucas ah oh, dude he's some adderall dude i give it to him though he is always on point he is pumped yeah you don't point. There's nothing he doesn't know about either. No. I he ain't getting nothing by him. I guess you know a marketing guy. That's what you got to do. That's true. Well, what's up, everybody? Yeah, I know we kind of started getting straight into the conversation there, but uh, welcome back. It's nice to get to spend a little time with just me and D. That sounded awful, didn't it? Might That's have to right. go back that to was... that sensual, yeah, come on. That was horrible. Yeah. I'll have to edit that out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I hope you guys have enjoyed a great weekend. Hopefully, you will have had a good week by the time you hear us bullshitting on Friday. But um, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. God, I know. I was like, I don't even know where to start. I know I've got notes in front of me, but that's not even helping. Um, I feel like I didn't even saw you in a month, dude. It, it feels that way. I was so I admit it, I was so map, excited. Man. I thought I was going to get to see you this morning. I know and it just broke my heart. Yeah. <laughs> or tomorrow, maybe. But yeah, might swing in there. Um, but uh, you know, we wanted to make sure that everyone remembers the HVAC R&D swag shop. You know, our favorite thing to do is well, I guess my favorite thing to do is shameless self promotion. That's right. I know the last couple of weeks we've not been hammering out the Instagram quite as hard, but to be honest, we've been a tidbit busy. Yeah, with our real job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there's been a lot to do. Dennis has been getting some great info. Um, I've been getting some info on some other stuff. Um, I know he's been traveling here, there, and everywhere between training and getting trained and 
So yeah, we'll catch up yeah. on all that. But uh, you know, well, I, yeah, on the on the swag shop, you know, I know there's only stickers and hats on there, but I mean, I don't know what else you want. Yeah, what do you like, people want? They're like nothing. You guys, not suck. hoodie time. You guys, I suck. know we got we got <laughs> we got to get a hoodie, but it's not hoodie time. No. Although the people that we got listening in other parts of the country, it might still be hoodie time. Of course, granted, with shortages, we might have to order our hoodies now in order to have them for hoodie time. That's a good point. You know, you, it's a bit dicey. I want to get a t-shirt on there. A couple of really bad dad joke HVAC t-shirts. I don't know, something. I, I think we should get a wings and pizza t-shirt on there. That seemed to, uh, that seemed to be a hit, uh, apparently. Uh, yeah, also our shout out to our buddy Zach, strong listener of the show. He thought that was pretty funny. The the wing and pizza kids bop. It's so terrible. <laughs> Dude, speaking of weird, crazy kid shit, Kristen was showing me some of this. We 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 were walking around the mall yesterday because we just needed to get out of the house and go wander and do something. And um, have you what is it? Have you seen this kid cuddy thing or whatever the crap it's called? Uh, sounds like I'm glad I have it, dude. What are we even talking about? I mean, about it might be almost too early to drop an F bomb in the show, but what the F? This thing is creepy. What is it? It's. I gotta, I gotta look it up. I hate to even. Something for kids to snuggle with? Another well, something? No, but that's the thing. Like, it's. Like, the whole point of it is, like, trying to convince kids to kill their freaking parents, man. It's crazy. What? Yeah. Oh, God. It's weird as crap. And it's like all over, like you you go walk walking around the mall and like all these little um like inner aisle vendors that are set up selling all these like different cartoon toys. They're all selling this stupid thing. It's like uh or huggy wuggy, that's what it is. I think it's Oh it wow. Is. Yeah. Pretty sure that's Yeah, that it. ain't good. It wouldn't really surprise me, but um, yeah, that ain't good. It's freaky, dude. So yeah, on the uh, on the notes here, I see you got yeah. hurry before we get copyrighted. While you're looking that up. Oh well, that was actually uh, I think that was as holdover from uh, intro songs. Which hell, you know, That's we never I mean. get a chance of that. I guess should we should we each get an intro song? Should we give ourselves intro songs this episode? I think we should. Yeah, I think we should. All right, so, well, hey, you know what, everybody? Without further ado, let's welcome our man, our tech rep, the one and only tech guy, Mr. Dennis Wilkins. <laughs> Woo! Now drop yeah, your intro. Yeah, that's a good intro. Yeah, I mean, I I got nothing. I can the intro pencil myself. Pencil pusher himself. Pencil pusher. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Pen pusher. Dropping prices like shorts. I don't know. I got nothing. Dropping prices like panties. The one and only sales guy. <laughs> right. Oh, God. That's, yeah. Also, another shirt. We got to put that shirt together. <laughs> Do the math, Kevin. Do the math, Kevin. Yeah, we got a sales guy that has trouble with the uh, margins. 
And every time he asks Ryan a question about margins, I don't think Kevin listens to the show, but it's just like, do the math, Kevin. And I was like, we got to put that on a shirt. <laughs> or a sticker. One of the two. A sticker. Yeah, I'd have just Macaulay Culkin's face on there. <laughs> Old Kevin McAllister. <laughs> do the math, Kevin. Uh. All right, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about the thing you saw at the mall. It's depressing. It did, it did. It freaked me out. It's weird. I'm out. And like, I hadn't even thought about it. And then Kristen like brought or like showed me. I'm like, scared to even kids. ask my Dude, kids about it. No, don't. I hope no, I hope they don't know what it is. I hope no one's kids know what this crap is. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. All right, so I feel like the what What are we drinking needs its own walkout song. Actually, it should. It should this week. It should this yeah, week. I've, I've heard that Ryden's got something pretty special. So in my, in our epic adventure this weekend, uh, I also went by a place and did a build your own six pack so that I could stock up on some great brews for the next few episodes. Six episodes. Yep. <laughs> well, five actually, because I bought five. two of one because it was so funny that I had to bring you one and then you weren't at the store today. Oh, so that's right. I'm still gonna save one for you, but I feel like I need to make you go first. All right. What are you drinking, D? All right. So this is in honor of us rewinding back the clock and doing an episode without a guest, nice. just like we started. So I'm doing. Uh, it's called Rewind Lager. It's by Birdsong Brewing Company. I don't know if you've heard of Birdsong. Yep. So it's got a cassette tape on it with a pencil like shoved through one of the cassette holes. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'll probably post a picture on Instagram, but you know, I'm a logger guy. So it's it's got the old like cream white can with the red, orange, and yellow like the 70s kitchens used to look like. Nice. It's hilarious. But uh, yeah. It's a good beer. It's a good, as it says, cassette tapes and vinyl might be old school, but classic never goes out of style. Right on side. I like it. It's kind of close to a Pilsner. Okay. But yeah. Makes sense. All right. It's not a meal in a can either. So, sorry, Ryan. Well, mine is definitely a meal in a can. Oh, wait. There it is. There you go. So, oh god, this is the greatest. <laughs> this buildup is killing me, dude. I can't help it. <laughs> so, it's not ass clown, is it? <laughs> no, it's not ass clown. Okay, it's better. <laughs> I thought it's I just better. crushed your. It's actually better. <laughs> okay. So, this is from D Nine Brewing over in Cornelius. Okay. It's called Wild Things. Well, it's not called, but that's I'm thinking it's a series. And it is a wild sour ale with a natural s'mores flavor. Oh, jeez. The name <laughs> of the beer is Campfire Bandit. <laughs> and I'm Campfire sending you Bandit. a picture of it right now. Oh, boy. Let's see what we got. 
<laughs> There's a lot that runs through my head when you say campfire bandit. <laughs> oh my god, it's a trash panda. <laughs> Dude, that freaking dad. The cla- look at so, him, he's devious. He's looking. got a little it's got a trash panda on the front and he is about to scarf the crap out of a s'more. God, that is a wicked looking trash panda though. <laughs> And I saw that thing looking back at me through the glass case of the picture on six pack thing. And all I could think about was Jason talking about that damn picture. Yeah. Next time we have Jason, the, the trash panda wrangler. Yep. When he comes on the show, he's going to have to get, we got to send him a, we'll just send him a six pack. Well, and what's funny is if you, is if you search, (laughs) uh, search the beer on Google, it pulls it up a bunch of places and so somebody's edited it to where now it says trash panda instead of campfire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many texts have come across trash pandas or AKA the raccoon doing tech, doing service work. But Jason's just looking at him through the return vent is I mean, I had to step away from the mic that night. I had to gather myself. Well, the best part is when he sent us the picture, dude, I lost it. Yeah, I and mean, it looks back, like it, it was on our Instagram. I don't know. It's, it's a ways back, but it's on there. Yeah, it looks <laughs> staged. It look, it's like, no, dude, come on. That thing's not just looking at you through the return grill. <laughs> like, And he's looking at him like, hey, man, can you let me out? I've been in here for a hot minute. Like, And he was just... Calm as can be telling that story. Dude, he's calm as can be telling every story. Oh, man. He just rolls into a 100-pound pit chained up in the living room on an eye bolt. <laughs> oh, man. That was probably the best critter show we've had. <laughs> Let's see. Oh. Dude, you can smell the... You can smell the s'mores action. S'mores action in there. It's probably not a good pull beer. Nope. So not a good. Say what it is again. Is it a? So it's a. You said it was a sour. It's a sour ale. But with sweet but like that? But it's got a natural flavors. s'mores flavor. That's not really typical for a sour, it's, is it? It's Dude, it's interesting. Dude, it sounds like they were just throwing all kind of shit in a pot when they brewed that up. So you got, you got a little s'more, you get, taste some, well, some you graham get, cracker? So you get like the sour at, the, at first, but then you get the... You get kind of like the graham crackery smoreness at the end. <laughs> smoreness. Every time I I hear somebody talk about s'mores, all I can think about is Sandlot. <laughs> when 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 Ham is building the s'more, trying to teach you. Uh. <laughs> what a great movie! I saw a good uh, TikTok remake. Uh, running from Beast. Wasn't it Hercules? Wasn't that the dog's name? Hercules. Yeah. yeah. If only I had some I think PS they, flyers. I feel like they re they remade a scene with them all 
older or something. God, they all look the same. I think I remember seeing the the remake of that one thing. Oh yeah, didn't uh? Well, I think a, a major league baseball team remade a scene, like actual MLB players. Oh, speaking of that, because uh, you're a baseball guy. Yep. I'm kind of me and Corey are kind of getting. St- We've been getting into some baseball here lately. It's it's that time of year. We're going to some high school games when my dad comes in. Um, have you seen Pitchcom? What is it? Exactly. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Is that the thing where they can talk to each other with the comm yes. link instead of using signals? <laughs> Dude. So I, read, I thought I read. I think I read an article on that the other day, and I got mad before I even started reading it. I was like, Well, Man. so apparently sign stealing has become a huge issue where people are still in the catcher signs well fuck no offense <laughs> it's baseball it's baseball that's what yeah you know kid, when you get to a point do. right so they've made this armband that kind of looks like a quarterback's play armband but on the backside, like where his wrist is he's got like it looks like six or eight buttons and the catcher designates the pitch on a button and when he pushes it the pitcher has a mic on his hat so it's not in his ear it's just on the side of his hat and it's out loud and it's like curveball low inside it's like (laughs) fastball high inside and the catcher just pressing these buttons and it's supposed to speed up the game because apparently it's too slow. Um, I don't know, man. Some of these things that are going into sports is so they're they're talking about doing away with the shift. Yeah, because if you've watched any games well, here lately, honestly, you're looking like half the teams on one I side. I hate to say field. it, but I kind of would be okay with them doing away with the shift because it kind of is a bit over the top. It, well, I feel like I'm watching a church league softball game or something like. Which I mean, yeah, that one. And I mean, I get it. It's strategy. Okay, all's fair in love and baseball, I guess. Well, apparently not. Can't steal signs anymore. Um, no, yeah, apparently that's a big deal. Like they, they've already put it in the minor, some minor league games, and I think the other night they implemented it in some MLB games. But yeah, they were trying it out on ESPN. They were, you know, they're standing right there, and he's pushing the button. It's like slider, low and away. <laughs> And you can change the voices to where they're, you know, British like Siri. I mean, come on, man. But you know, somebody did. So when he's so when he's walking back to the mound, right? You, the catcher throws in the ball. Uh, as he's walking back to the mound, he can go ahead and give him the pitch. And they're like, "See, that'll speed the game up." I'm like, "Not really." You why are we? Why? It's because people can't appreciate that baseball is a slower paced game. And well, it was America's favorite pastime when anymore. it was. We lived a slower-paced life. I hate to say it, but we did. Yeah, they're wanting to play a game in like an hour and a half because they got something else they got to do. Yeah. So, of course, we've went through the Masters, right? We'll get, we'll get into a little sports here. Um, the one thing I love about the Masters is when you walk through that gate, no cell phone. You have to leave it in your car or check it in. You cannot take a cell phone in there. I love that. That's awesome. So you, 
<laughs> I mean, I saw I had people some, have a hard time with that. Yeah, I saw I had some friends that I went to school with that went. That was their their anniversary present was to go to the Masters. I think is what I read. Nice, Mata. You're like Tracy. Tied my wife up on that. Yeah, what we got going on here? We're going to like a nice restaurant on the week in the weekend. Gotta go to the Masters. All right, so we got to start catching up on some stuff here. Where should we start? Well, our last episode with Lucas. Always awesome to have Lucas on here, EGIA. I know, I'm curious to hear some more about some of the stuff he said was coming. Yeah, he said there was some uh, technical partnerships coming. Yep. They're bringing in some, because uh, there were kind of, I guess you could say, soft skills. Which, you know, it's interesting. Uh, and I, I showed that to you, I showed it to you last week, um, right after we had that episode. I noticed um, some EGIA stuff in our in our brand's uh, training library of stuff. So that was kind of yeah. cool to see, and I hadn't seen that before. So I think that might be a newer thing too. We get a chance for. Yeah, they talked about it in the meeting. They mentioned them. Um, yeah, bringing in some technical training, um, which. I'm cool with everybody always needs technical training. Obviously that's what I do, but, um, the stuff that they're real big on is a lot of the stuff that I feel like, I don't know how many times we've said it on here, right? The techs that become owners, uh, those are the skills they really need, right? They, yep. They miss a lot of that air conditioners, but the business side and, um, selling advertising you know financing that's that's a big part of it that's where it starts separating you from the the rest of the guys but i've had i've had a lot of financing conversations this past week had another one today um it's coming guys if you're not financing you really need to dig into it because i'll tell you the way things are going it's going to be very expensive that's not me. I mean, I feel like a lot yeah. more people in the last two or three years have really jumped on. But I still, man, I get calls from guys that aren't financing. Call me for tech support and I start talking to them about, they're like, you know, calling me about an older system and I'm always joking. I'm like, they're like, you got any parts for this thing? I'm like, no, it's it's free estimate time, man. You know. If it's a good good contractor, I'm just bullshitting with him, you know. And he's like, man, they can't afford this system. And I'm like, here we go. Yep. Here we go. We can't tell homeowners what they can and can't afford. They got to decide that for themselves. It's our job to give them the options and pick which way they want to go with it. And they, yeah, and and this they new, go with you or they don't, unfortunately. This new equipment is not cheaper. <laughs> no. These components, I mean, down the road it may be relative, but right now, right out of the chute here, 2023, it's going to be an increase. If you hadn't already seen the increases coming. Yep. You don't talk about that, Ryan? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, I don't. 
I'd rather not. I don't want to talk about increases at all. It's all I hear about all the time. Well, so Corey's, you know, Corey's trying to lower his truck and put wheels on it and all this stuff. And it's funny when you're, when you're doing like when you're running an HVAC business and your sales guy says, Hey, we got a price increase coming. Wow. We just got one of those. Come on, man. And then when you're buying personal items, you don't even think about it, right? Like it doesn't cross your mind. You're like, dang, a few months ago, that was uh, $200 cheaper. Mm Mm-hmm. And Corey's lowering kit literally in two months went up two hundred dollars. And I said, Corey, we gotta we gotta buy this thing because he's saving his money for it. And when a kid, you know, yeah. kid's making ten dollars an hour and he's working two days a week, something goes up two hundred bucks in two months. Yeah, that's rough. I'm like, you see what I'm saying? Like percentage wise, that's a lot. I mean, yeah, so when he priced all this out and was saving his money, you know, it was seven, seven, eight hundred bucks. And it was, we ended up with eleven hundred. It was like, holy crap. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's everywhere. It's in everything. It's happening. So you just pass it to the homeowner. I don't think there's any homeowners listening to this show, are they? Well, I mean, I- I mean, yeah, but maybe they're trying to pass it to the consumer. Well, and it it sounds awful. Once again, it sounds like you're saying like, oh, well, that's a consumer's problem. It's not meant to come off that way. Um, Just as kind of unfortunately at this point, it it is what it is now. Well, if you got a if you got a multiplier and a labor that you charge. For your change out. And the equipment just went up. You plug it into your multiplier, right? Maybe you got something else going on and you got to go up on labor a little bit. Maybe everybody got a raise, whatever, right? You plug it into your multiplier and it spits out a number and that's what they pay. Yep. There's no other way to do it. You can't say, I'm going to plug it in the multiplier and that price increase, I'm going to knock that off my labor. No, and you still... And you can't be like, oh man, I feel bad. You can't do that either because you got to eat too, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, you got to make money for the business and make payroll and those guys got to live too, so. Yep. All right, so this little segment here is for our buddy Zach. Um, old circle back with Zach. We've had him on the show. This dude texts me every episode and tells me what I need to do to fix the show. <laughs> Mostly includes Ryan's audio. It's all about Sucks. Ryan's mic. <laughs> Cause I so me and Ryan were recording with different products. And uh you know, we bought I already had something doing recording with music and stuff with Corey and Ryan just bought a usb condenser mic a podcast I mean, mic because all my podcast mountains right <laughs> and somewhere so uh and i don't know we could not get we just couldn't <clears throat> get the gain right it was pingy it was like he was in a and i tried my best to edit all that out but it, it's it, it's when it's recorded it's over yep so 
Rydona has got new gear. Yep, new gear upgrade. So we got the same thing, pretty much. Minus the computer, but uh Yeah, so we should be good with all that and uh there you go, Zach. Yeah, no more, no more excuses. Pet. And now don't right. and don't worry, Zach, my face is like two inches from the microphone. Pretty much permanently. Because <laughs> I'll just keep my right hand on it and I'll just move it around <laughs> with me the whole time. <laughs> Zach's like, God, that was a great episode, man. God, when Ryden cracked that beer, like blew the speakers out of my car door. <laughs> that was the point. Beer with that results. Was <laughs> that was the point. Oh, uh, all right, so you got on here, uh, old Cajun Joe. Is he? Has he turned eighty coming, yet, or is he? Is well, he turned 81. eighty. He turned eighty last year, so. Well, I know that. It's uh, actually I'm almost a week ahead, but if I don't talk about it, I'll forget myself. But what's his retirement date? <laughs> uh, Gosh, that's a good question. It, it's mom time, man. Dude. He's got the. Dude, it's mom time. It's it's mom time. It, it really is. She's uh she's not doing so great. So it's mom time. Yeah, he needs to hand that over to Chris and let the greatest technician in the world take it over. <laughs> I don't think Chris wants to, but <laughs> no, I don't. Yes, yeah, so Ryan's dad's close. still hammering it out out there, man. He is. Cajun Joe will be 81 on 420. 420. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's the greatest birthday ever. Except it's also Hitler, so that doesn't really help much either. I didn't know that. Yeah, that kind of taints <laughs> it a little bit. Dang, old history major. Sorry. <laughs> That's a... That's a good point. A, I did not yeah, know that. Yep. Yeah, so Corey is uh, 1889. Corey is in. They're diving into all that right now in school. It's funny. Uh, the Germans and all. He was uh, he was showing me some numbers the other day, and he's all tangled up in it. I know Kristen was reading. Um, some FDR stuff in her history class. She's got one history class she's got to take. She's got, I think after this semester, she's got nine hours and she'll finally be done. Um, Like done, done? Done, done. Sweet. I know. Real world time. Scary. Rut row. Rut row. Now we got to pay that <laughs> loan off. No, rut row, raggy. <laughs> oh, I'm about to get me one coming. Well, that's what I said. We'll just we'll just move Corey in. Yeah. So we got we did a App State Appalachian State tour on Saturday in Boone, and it snowed for ten hours. Know, right. I mean, how and, how much more perfect could you get an April right. an April tour? It was sideways, it was thirty degree wind, thirty mile an hour winds. It was. Tracy said, "Is this? Is this? Are you for real, Corey? Where you're going to school up here?" He's like, "Hell yeah, this is awesome, no joke." <laughs> but it was beautiful out. Like I don't know where the snow was coming from. I mean, it was. I mean, it's the mountains. I mean, it's what it is. So yeah, recording and production major, 
with a business minor. So uh, we did a little tour, first college tour. I mean, he's only a junior in high school, but all the teachers were like, man, this is the time to come. Um, we ate in the little cafeteria area, you know, uh, saw some dorms, which are not exciting at all. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just no, a bunk. No, it's they're like not. He, like he's in the military. <laughs> um, his buddy goes there and we couldn't get him out of bed. He kept texting him. And by the time we left, he's like, Hey man, what's up? You up here? And of course like, yeah, we're already like we're leaving out, it's man. Three o'clock in the afternoon. It's three o'clock. He's like, Oh man, I was, I was like, Oh boy. Long night, long night. Oh. Yeah. So we roll into this studio that they have for this production recording production class. And Corey's just like glowing. Um, we got a little private tour with the, the teacher there and, the kids were working on a project in there. They were recording. They had a guitar going in there and laying down some tracks. And Corey's like, God, this is where I want to start now, like right now. But he's got a whole nother year. But that's what we needed to get him going. Corey needs a little shove sometimes. He's a good kid, but. Hell, don't we all? I know, right? Yeah, he. So I got a, I got some plans for him this summer on the internship at a studio in Charlotte. A friend of mine knows, and I Instagrammed him today, and he's like, "Man, bring it on! I'll he can sit beside me all day up here." That's awesome. I was like, yeah, so he'll be able to really get his hands on it early, you know. Um. Dude, the board, the mixing board they had in these rooms were like 12 foot long. I mean, here we are trying to get set up for a podcast with this shit we got. And yeah, he's like, yeah, this is a hundred thousand dollar board. Corey's like, excuse me. (laughs) Yeah, no joke. He's like, and every wire on it was installed and soldered by the class. Like. He the students put it together. Also, the the recording studios up there are 24-7. You come and work on your projects anytime. That's cool as shit. So, yeah, he's pretty pumped. Well, and the thing is, it's got to be that way. I hate to say that, but if as artists, former artists, people that still play music, it's you've got to have access to what you're using 24-7 because the creative process oh, yeah. is not a... Let's just sit down and hammer it out thing. Yeah, he's like, you you come up in here and it gets late and you don't feel like, you don't feel comfortable driving back home or the dorm or whatever. He said, we got couches in here, you just crash. I'd rather you stay here than drive around. Corey's like, I'm never going to my room, ever. Yeah, I I was like, so you're saying he can room here. And we don't (laughs) have to pay board. Crap. (laughs) Right. Yep. So, yeah, some people are going to cuss me on this show, but my son's going to pay for his college. We've already discussed that. We're going to help him through college, but his tuition, he's paying for. Um, He'll appreciate it more, and that's just where I'm at with that. And maybe he'll go out and get some more scholarships now. (laughs) Or get something. Um, I had to pay for mine. Tracy had to pay for hers. 
that's Callie's gonna pay for hers. Callie's actually already saving for hers. That that little girl is uh, rat holing money all over the place. I don't know where the hell it's coming from, but <laughs> she's saving everything. But yeah, that's I think I think that's not trying to you know create a bunch of student debt. Well, that's but it is what it is, man. Well, I mean, get a job that you can pay it back with. Yeah, that's what I had had to deal with. I mean, mom and dad helped me with what they could. Um, being that dad was a lot older, I got a little bit of help because he hit Social Security age while I was still in high school. So if that actually ever happens, um, the kid gets a small Social Security bonus. Like until they turn 18. Oh. So for the last, about the last year and a half of high school, um, I got just a little bit every month because of that. So <clears throat> we put all that with a small scholarship and I maybe had probably a little over 10 grand put away that we used for to at least get me started with school and that paid for my my laptop and my computer because I had to buy a new laptop for everything that the school right. wanted you to have and this this and that but it helped and then you know I scrapped as much stuff as I could that made a little bit oh, and yeah. then and then I still worked Scrapping's good right now man and then I worked Worked three days yeah, a week I mean, for him I, and doubles on the weekends and figured it out. His freshman year, I'm 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 gonna tell him to opt out unless he gets unless he works on campus or something small, but um you know, get him settled in. And then he's gonna want a job after that, because that's just what he does. I mean he's Dude, he already honestly the way you you spoke about him going through things during during lockdown and everything, he already knows in some ways kind of what it's like to have that freedom to have to go get your stuff done for school. Um, oh, I yeah. think I think he'll settle in just fine. That actually helped. Yeah, I think it. I think it honestly will have helped um, some kids. That personal time management. Yep. You know, we all had a little bit of that trying to learn that. I I'm don't still think trying I can to learn that, all, man. I know, right? <laughs> Dude, I I don't know if I could work from home full-time, man. Nope. I just don't think I could. No, too many I gotta be I gotta be out out and about a little bit here and there too. So yeah, no no uh we got spring break this week. I don't have any flag football stories. Dang it. I was wondering um, how NFL Blitz was going. The coach finally showed up. No. Yeah, he made it out for a Sunday game. And he said, man, you good. You got it. I'll just stay on the sidelines. I'm like, no, no. So he went out there and ran some plays, and then it kind of confused all the girls. So This is not what Dennis has been teaching us. We're confused. Right. Yeah. We like Dennis because he asked us what we wanted to do. Where's Coach Wilkins? This is bullshit. Uh, So that – the. They beat us by one on Sunday, which is an extra point. And uh, it got heated with the coach. The coaches were fussing at each other. It was not good. It was not good. 
on some why, you know, some why girls 9 to 11 flag football. We were out there like it was the Super Bowl, of course. Trash talk. It, it was, you know, <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> I mean, I get out there and start calling these plays, man, and them girls run your play you just drew on a board. You get pumped, man. Because it's such a long shot for them to pull it off, but when they pull it off, it's hilarious. Like, it's awesome. Um, And the referee, <laughs> the ref's like, God, it's like you two guys are playing Madden against each other. I'm like, right? I know. That's what it feels like. <laughs> He's got his little dry erase board, and I got mine, and we're staring each other down, drawing out plays. That's funny. Because you're out there for defense and offense. So, um, yeah, you just kind of get lost in the mix there in the moment. But, yeah, we're so we're off this week. My dad's going to come over for spring break. For, he's gonna stay with us all week. No, I'm so pumped. Your dad's getting to come spend some time with you. I'm glad you're getting to do that. Yeah, he's he's excited. So he needs it. Needs a little break. All right, shall we get into the future? Is the now. future? The future is now. D. All right. So my new term for 2023 with HVAC is. Evolve or dissolve. I like it. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be a lot of shit coming in hot, man. Just saying. Evolve or dissolve. Yeah, I should put and that down. Is there two S's in dissolve? I think there is. Yep. Good call, spell check. So, last week, um, the last week we didn't put an episode out? No, no episode last week. Um, right. One, because honestly, I think in some ways we both kind of needed a break. But also because uh, you were, well, we were both busy, but you were busy learning all kinds of cool shit that I was jealous of not getting to learn with you. Yeah, so I had to go to Birmingham um for a week for factory training for our brand on the new changes coming up um m1 equipment you know the equipment that's uh coming out that's going to rate with the new rating um so the new you know the new 14 series is going to be a 14.3 under the new rating so the whole week was based around that right and it was basically anybody that has a tech support job for this brand um i think there was 180 of us i mean you're talking about i met guys from canada i met guys from hawaii uh everybody crammed in this hotel and it was eight hours a day of powerpoints and hands-on and you know tons of stuff coming at you my brain was going to explode um trying to take it all in you feel like you you don't want to miss nothing but you you can't really take notes i just i started taking notes on the first class and i just said you know what i just got to try to take all this in 
because they usually give it all back to us a couple weeks later in a PowerPoint after they scrub it a little bit. Yep. Takes take some proprietary stuff or whatever out. I don't know. But um, one thing that was cool that we did, we went to, we took a little bus over to, to uh, Jasper, Alabama, and there was a, uh, Alabama Power has built a HVAC training facility. That's all that's in there. 53,000 square feet. That's awesome. And there's a break room and the rest is there's, there's five classrooms in there. Uh, there's labs, there's solder labs. Um, there's, I mean, it's just tons. It's just, you know, just like you see in school, right? You got refrigeration, little training circuits. You can close stuff off. Um, I forgot the brand. There's only a couple brands that make these training systems, but um, the teacher took us on a a little tour there, and he's been in the industry forever, and he has manipulated some of these systems for refrigeration training in ways that I I I wish I could do on my running systems, but I'm I'm not with a classroom type setup, so my systems need to look good and just run <laughs> right. He's got like ball valves soldered in and the middle of the line just to show a kink. And you know, that's interesting. You get, he's got all kind of stuff going on, man, just to, but it's all hidden. He's got, it's all hidden and he can put, put errors in the refrigeration circuit to, you know, for class. So, Oh man, I was, freaking kid in a candy store in there it was awesome um they had a couple 30 tons out on the floor we could check out Dang it. uh hold on a second dennis i know I'm what's sorry. your little man what's what's your dude doing i back don't there? know but i can't see him from here because he's in sounds like he wants to be on the show he probably does <laughs> Dang it. i have no way of hitting mute on this thing or at least i hadn't figured it out yet either oh right. he's doing on the screen d there yep Oh, sorry to wake you up from your nap. Yeah, I was uh, looking at Instagram there. But now I guess uh, we had intermission for a different reason. Yep, old shit break. Ryan's new nickname for his dog. Yep. Sorry, Cody. From American Pie. Yes. <laughs> so, do you like, yeah, do you like my uh, do you like my last reply I sent you though? Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, American Pie. Corey still hasn't seen that. I feel like he needs to see that this time. And also because he's in the band. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised he's not seen it being in the band. I mean, he's old. I mean, it's an older movie now. God, I know, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, it's. All right, so. Yeah. So yeah, little intermission there. Yeah. Dennis um, informed me of so much cool shit. Um, then I had to go deal with shit. <laughs> shit happens. So yeah, the the training facility and there you go. Get right back in the saddle there. Yep. The training facility. It's in Jasper, Alabama. It's uh, Alabama Power has it. 
and they uh, you can sign up for classes. I mean, I, if you're out that way, I guess check it out. Um, pretty pretty sick little setup they had in there for sure. Um, I think you can take some sign up for some really short classes or go through the full the full money there. Um, some of their troubleshooting electric boards that they had where you can get a scenario and then on you know it's kind of like on a it's hooked to a laptop but it's the board where you used to just connect wires and make a light bulb come on but it's a little bit better than that obviously um they can implement some air errors in there and you gotta take a meter and figure it out but i wanted to sit there and play with that thing for hours uh, but yeah so if you're out there check it out what do you think from a sales guy standpoint what do you think about this new stuff coming down the line you know at first i was i think it you know there's always that apprehension to change i think some of it was right uh, all right so how many guys are actually gonna embrace this how many are not how many am i gonna have to convince to embrace it you know there's it's interesting because I sit here and I break it down in, into, well, I think on a personal level that it's all really cool. I think it's it's great to see our industry taking steps forward. I like to see advancements in equipment because it just kind of gives us something else to really have an added value feature. So in terms right. of, of the overall aspect of it, I'm very excited, interested in it. As terms of looking at what it's going to take sometimes would to get it to the contractor base i'm very curious you know how it's going to respond because there there is a a base of guys that just are not ready for this don't want it are irritated by it are going to do everything they can to not have to deal with it as long as they can there's just those people yeah i mean um one of the one of those technologies that it is the Bluetooth that a lot of brands are going to be putting in their just furnace boards, air handler boards, right? So you scan a QR code with your smartphone or whatever app you have. Um, of course, the, the QR code will take you to that app uh, or Safari or whatever. But you go there and that's that's all the dip switches are now on your phone. So there will be no dip switches on these boards. And you basically tell it what outdoor is there. And then it gives you some CFM parameters. Then you click on where you want it to run. Um, Still got a blower chart with static, right? But um, if you want to slow the blower down, it's going to be on that phone, period. (laughs) Like uh, if your blower is too high and you got, or, you know, maybe you want to get rid of some humidity. You want to get on the lower side. Um, CFM-wise, it's got to be done on that phone no matter what. Um, you know, plus and minus 10 degrees or uh, 10% on a blower. It's got to be done on the phone. Now, you can see essentially real time when the unit's running what the static is. So, I mean, there's some great... Essentially, like it's you know, communicating, but this could be all done with a regular stat. 
you're talking to the board. Well, and, um, and one of the cool things about that is, you know, we talk about trying to get guys to buy manometers, trying to get guys to buy tools that are going to measure these things to make their life easier. Well, now it's going to be built in for you. That's pretty slick. Yeah. In some ways. It doesn't solve everything, but um, at least in some cases, yeah, it, you know, we talk about it all the time. It, it kind of at least helps when you see well, it. And it won't be long yeah. to where I can get into that and see it real time from my phone doing tech support where he's at. Um, pop in. You know, if he's got internet or service, whatever, pop in and see what the unit's running. Um, yeah, obviously, you still need some manometers, right? You still need to check static, but um, but this stuff is coming in for non-communicating equipment. This is going to be in base, mid-tier, high-tier products. Um, um, now, I think... Yeah, speaking of that... I was going to say yeah, the, two, two questions. One, I think... I think in some ways this is to actually help make sure people do set their blowers up and everything else properly. Cause there's a lot of cases where I know you get the phone calls. It was never done properly the first time anyway. So, right. you know, at least, at least that may help a few more systems have greater reliability because there's a little bit more check and balance there to make sure it was put in correctly. As far as setup can't control. Well, everything, they still gotta be, there's still a default, right? So I asked the guy that. I said, what if nobody touches this thing? Well, he's like, yeah, well, it's defaulted on high, um, like really high as far as blower speed, and it don't match the refrigerant, you know, whatever the tonnage is outside. Just like I have problems with that now, you know? Yep. Everything comes shipped on high, black wire on, you know, heat or black wire on cool, whatever, and depending on your brand, and you got a two and a half outside or a one and a half or a three and a half and it don't match up. So, but nobody checks static, mm -hmm. looks at the blower chart. I mean, we're getting, I mean, a lot of people say it's, it's getting worse, but, um, some of the new generation of techs coming in, I don't know. Some of them are, uh, are embracing it because it is cool. You know what I mean? If they're, if they're techie, um, so I don't know. We might see, uh, we might see a little shift here, maybe. Well, here's, here, uh, I was going to say, here's the next question. Cause I want to save a little bit of that component talk for a few more minutes. Um, what about connectivity? Is it as far as cell service? I think you and I discussed this okay. before, but I definitely want to put this out here for people to hear. Is it, is it going to be where you download it? It's on your phone. And it just updates if it needs to, but you know, you can use it regardless of if you have service or not. Cause there's a lot of guys that, that we deal with that are working in places where they do not have cell phone service. Well, so this is Bluetooth unit to phone. That's it. You don't have to have any service or so you could essentially have a, a iPad that you use for work yep. that you only use for your gauges or whatever. Yep and scan the QR code, it either takes you to download the app or it takes you right to okay. it. Okay, that's what I was going to say. The you, one, the one that we demoed, yeah, the one that we demoed um, took you right to it. 
of course it's uh kind of beta testing whatever but it took me right to it um and i actually went to a so we did the you know we did a class on that and then we went to another room where they had a a blower up there and they were talking about static pressure and how it's tested at the factory in the lab and i opened up my bluetooth app that they had and that unit popped up on my phone and i was in it and they were up there talking and i was 20 feet from it in the classroom and i'm sitting there watching real-time static and they have no idea i'm even in it like that's pretty cool of course i raised my hand and i said hey i'm i'm actually logged in and i can see that they're like really i'm like yeah it's because it when you hit when you hit the button there it finds it finds a furnace or an outdoor unit um and the furnace pops up i click it and it's like all right what do you want to do do you want to uh here's the rpms of the motor here's the static um you want to change anything you want to you know do seven degrees temp rise you know or minus temp rise whatever and you could i, I was sitting there messing with it while they were up there talking about it that's very um, cool so it was pretty cool but you know only one person obviously can go in at a time um so you could essentially set it up from you know come back down out of the attic shut the attic door and start tweaking it you ain't got to be in front of it trying to on your knees trying to see the dip switches right or in the crawl you can come on out and change the blower speed while you're outside the crawl space um pretty slick i mean i it was very very responsive too it was like i said it's, it's a direct it's a direct connection between the unit and your and your bluetooth so um no lag there as long as it can find it uh, they said about 20 feet with their technology so it's not bad but of course we had a heat pump breakout session and Pretty much base tier products are going to be two stage, man. That's that's going to be across the board. Oh, and you know that, which is not a bad I don't idea. Think it's a bad idea, um, especially with zoning, right? Staged equipment, even with our basic zoning, staged equipment's a good thing. Humidity. Um, maybe you miss a little bit on the. Uh, I've said this before in my classes. You know, we get lucky a lot when we size equipment. Maybe you, you miss a little bit on the... Of course, you do it, too, on the Design Star and stuff, yeah, right? So yeah, it's not perfect. You miss a little bit, right? That's where that second stage comes in, or first stage. When you're just sizing 14-seer base equipment, single stage, you really got to hit it on the money. <laughs> I mean, it depends on your climate, right? It gets hot. You miss that. Yeah. There ain't no turning back. That's a tough conversation to have with the homeowner. So staged equipment, two stage, three stage, of course, inverter technology will fix a lot of that. I'm kind of looking forward to that. Um, now, as far as the two stage base stuff, I know there's a lot of, a lot of brands in the market that they're two stage, even base two stage 16 or whatever it would be. He's got some big old air handlers. Do we know anything about? No sizes are going up for us. Nice. 
across the board. Um, so here's the other thing. Uh, and I, and I, like I said, I, I don't know. I can't go to these things for all brands, but uh, refrigerants changing in 2025. Um, microchannel coals are going to be a big deal across the board where you can, you know, where you can use them, obviously, which is, I mean, we got package, we got 10 ton package units right now that are holding eight pounds. Yep. That's crazy. Like I'm stoked about that. Um, and with this new refrigerant, you know, you can get away with a lot less. Um, I mean, I was talking to a guy today that was charging a 10 ton straight AC split. It was like 33 pounds. Yeah. Cause he had, you know, he had 60 foot of line set half inch and an inch and a inch and three eighths, I think on his suction. But, uh, yeah, we came up with like 33 pounds of 410A. Um, that's going to go way down. So that's um, interesting that I didn't know. So it's that much more efficient at heat transfer then. Right. Well, what I was getting at is uh piping diameter, right? That's Ooh. a lot of, lot of, so to go up and sear, you know, we got to get more surface area on the coals, right? So we can't just keep making them bigger. Some of these outdoor units, some certain brands are humongous already, right? Yeah, so, no what they're going to do is um, they're some, you know, some guys are going to go with seven millimeter coal, which is, uh, I forgot what the percentage less it is than three eighths. Um, I mean, I, I want to say it's three eighths. I want to say, is it 20%? So three eighths is 9.525 millimeters. Okay. So. And seven mil. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are going to do that, which you can get more rows. If you, if you still want to stay single row on the outdoor unit, right? You can get more piping, get more, um, of course, fin design. Everybody's going to try to come up with a different fin design. Yeah. It's about you know, 30% smaller. 30%. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 25 to 30%. Give or take a, a mic. So, you know, we're, you're going to see, you're going to start seeing some, I mean, there's only so many more shapes we can make in a, in a evaporator coal, right? You got in, you got a different kind of in where it's leaning the other way. Um, a coals, of course, but I've seen some of the, you know, gree and, and, you know, I don't know some of these new, uh, like Bosch they got these a coals in these air handler cabinets, but they're, uh, you know, six inches thick on the slab side. Like they're super thick. So, cause you got to come up with a surface area, um, for heat transfer. So all that stuff's changing. Um, you know, we're going to be turning over the reversing valves for, for gravity purposes. Okay. Where, I was wondering if that happened. I know you were talking about saying we might see some stuff different like that. It's also an easier shift, right? Where the reversing valves, I guess you could say upside down, where the discharge comes in the top. The discharge from the compressor comes in the top. And 
just gravity going down yeah. that way. Plus it's pushing that way. And they said it's cutting out some of the, you know, moose call the, uh, in defrost the moose call. <laughs> the <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's a moose call. <laughs> um, not to be confused. Yeah. Come on. All right. <laughs> it is a moose call. I heard. You. So uh, damn it. When we Such made a trip to the mountains, right. Yeah, Ryden stuck me in the spare bedroom. I stayed at his house. <laughs> and r- right outside the window was this 1997 Ream heat pump. <laughs> and every time it went into defrost, it woke me up. <laughs> I was like, what the hell was that? I didn't know they had moose up here in Bryson City. And it's like, psh. <laughs> God, I'm so good at making sounds for HVAC. That thing still runs so like much. a champ, man. Yeah, it's trucking. And your parents had it like a thousand degrees in the house. Or no, no that room was that a thousand room. degrees. Cause oh yeah, I appreciate that, that. That room is right over the the old 95 mod furnace. <laughs> I had and it, you have magazines it. <laughs> over the vents. <laughs> I was dying in there. You got like a four foot run to that room, and it gets toasty. Oh yeah, it was trucking. You're like, I got every vent closed and the freaking window open. I broke the screen out trying to get more air. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I was slamming the vent shut. I had the then it started whistling coming through the vent. I had a magazine over that. Meanwhile, I'm just, sleeping downstairs in a nice balmy 64. They're like, oh, it feels great. <laughs> yeah, it was seven. It was 78 in that room. Um, so another thing, and this is just, it is what it is, right? Components. Oh, yeah. We, we've talked about that, so, too. You know, you have a lot of guys go, yeah, you know, I like this brand because they use this motor or they use this compressor brand. And I just feel like those days are, are going away as well because you get stuck with one brand and they can't get a component for that internal, then you're stuck. You, you, you have shortages. You can't make, can't make product. So, well, and you know, our, our brand did some stuff when we did our 14 seer changeover, they already, they already started gearing towards being better about universal parts. Um, so I think seeing, seeing stuff like they're doing with, you know, increasing components, but still keeping it to where it, it falls into, you know, what their manufacturer standard is. I think it's going to make more sense going forward anyway. Yeah. I mean, there's several compressor brands out there that people are going to have to use, you know, people are going to go with LG. They're going to also go with Copeland. They're also going to go with, you know, there's, there's tons of brands out there that make good compressors. Um, well, and to, to speak to that too, you know, a lot of people, you know, will knock these other brands and not trust me. I've done it too. So guilty as charged. Um, people knock these other brands because they've just not seen it in our industry, but these people have been making, you know, refrigeration components for the fridges in your house for centuries. I mean, for 
centuries, not centuries, but decades. Well, yeah, it's just stuff that we may not you know, put our hands on. But I mean, I've worked on compressors or I've worked on a unit with, like you said, refrigeration. I don't even know what the compressor is. It's, I just see it, right? I don't know what brand it is. Um, unless I got to do a warranty and swap it. But other than that, you're just working on it, right? You roll up on something old. It might have a, you know, Taiwan compressor in it or you have no idea. I mean, you just, just work on it. Um, but some of these components moving forward, the brushless condenser motors, I don't know about y'all, but I haven't changed a whole lot of mini split condenser fan motors in my time. I mean, there's a reason for that. Um, brushless DC, the module is built into the board. So it's not this monster fan motor. That's it's 12 inches, you know, thick hanging on there and you've got all these um, w- 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 issues from across every branch yeah, the I mean, freaking motor weighs 30 damn pounds it feels like bouncing up and down on this grate yeah i mean i was looking at a you know an 18 sear 18 to 20 sear unit that the modules built onto the drive board so the motor just plugs in and the compressor, whatever RPM it ramps up to, the motor, the fan motor matches it and it's just perfect. It's silent too, not to mention, I mean, completely silent. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to these. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, the old GE condenser fan motors, sure, they lasted a long time, but they were, uh, you know, they were PSC motors. Um, and you just couldn't kill them, but they weren't very. But you couldn't kill them because the more you tried, the less they worked. So you didn't kill them. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean these motors are going to run a lot cooler. They're not going to get hot. Um, of course, everything's going to have an issue. Maybe have its certain issue. Maybe not. Like I said, I mean. <laughs> The, the fan motors on on some of this inverter technology like mini splits you rarely replace them um, well and that's what I said I, I really hope that in some cases a lot of these component changes actually see our reliability numbers go up right and that's what they're shooting for they're also shooting for pulling motors from different suppliers so that they can keep product coming out instead of just locking down with one, you know? Yep. Ain't no different than, uh, than a contractor selling two brands, uh, you know, offering two different brands. I always said that was a good idea too, you know, not necessarily a builder grade and a high end, but just two options because you got this brand might offer a smaller cabinet when you need it yep. or this brand likes a smaller line set size or so doesn't mind yep. it um, complimentary brands not rivaling brands i guess so i did see i did see a like a twin rotary compressor in action where nice it's basically a three-stage um, the first one and two stages are 
can kind of ramp up and down almost inverter like and then once it can't satisfy at that point in in time like 10 15 minute increments then it will switch over to line voltage like alternating current and it's like straight contactor voltage and now it's just wide open hmm. so it went from dc to ac i mean there's That's all kind of stuff like this comes yeah it just switches over to line voltage and you know because it's got a drive board on it that can drive it up and down in first and second but then after that so it's not true inverter so it's in the it's a mid-tier product so it's not a you know but 20 how often you know unless they keep the place really cold how often is it going to have to go wide open you know the majority right. of the time probably not that well often. this is a heat pump too so um i've seen some three stage heat kits <laughs> now that's funky uh, that kind i didn't of, think about staged heat kits i was not even yeah, thinking they about looked, that at all hmm. yeah they got some fancy little relay on them and you can you basically can set that up on the board on your bluetooth as well tell it well it knows how much heat's there and it it stages it as needed. So when the motor ramps up, it can ramp up. It can switch to second stage of heat, which will be like if you got a 15 kW, it'll switch over to 10 K and then you switch over to 15. I mean, pretty wicked. It was a lot to take in. Um, so yeah, constant, like constant torque motors as we know them right now are going to be base, almost builder grade. Right, the the standard air handler with the twenty four volt controlled constant torque motor. That's gonna be like a base builder grade product. After that, it's gonna be a constant volume type motor that's plugs into the board. It's got a module on the back, and um, it's gonna maintain whatever cfm you set it at it's going to try to maintain that you know similar to a variable speed but um it's going to be pulling data from the board from static so i mean it's just a lot apparently these are uh tougher motors too right they can go up higher on the amp draw but nice a lot going on i'm kind of excited about it obviously i'm on this side <laughs> of the this side of the desk but uh i don't know it's a little different right when you're on this side when the product comes out like i gotta know about it yeah no joke that day right somebody calls me about it can't be like i don't know man i ain't really put one of those in yet like i gotta know about it day one yeah which is sometimes a little overwhelming you know, we bring a product in, whether we bring a mini split in or something. I got to know about it day one. Read the install manual twice. You know. Well, that's the same thing. You know, anytime we have a brand new sales program or any kind of something, as soon as I get asked, I got to be an expert on the spot. Right. <laughs> How do you do this in, what? in, in the contractor portal? 
Um, Click on it. Yeah. So what have you been... I haven't talked to you. What's What's been going on in the sales world? Um, you know, first quarter was okay, but it wasn't great. <laughs> it really wasn't uh, great. Yeah, the weather. Um, you think it's weather-driven? Or? I don't know, man. There's so much crazy shit Some going on right man. now between... Um, you know, between weird weather, it's tax season, it's... You know, February yeah. is usually a rough month anyway. Um, we have the constant inflation, constant price increases, constant shortages, war overseas. I mean, you name it, man. Um, it's it's been a it's been an interesting last ninety days. So, you know, I think this just. I don't think anyone's breaking records in 22. You know, 21 was was a good year, but in some ways I think that was also masked by increases too and inflation. Um, I think you're starting to see some of it slow down because some of that initial post-COVID bounce back is kind of caught up. Right. And so, yeah, I was going to say that you had the talk with the you've been having the talks with the contractors on the ac side that are yep so you know we talked about it last time with lucas but you know hard stop on acs um i'm really working to educate guys on you know the positives of dual fuel you know right looking at dual fuel is kind of the even if it's for a short period of time it's you know it's gonna have a good six to nine months place in the marketplace, probably more than we've seen in a while. Um, especially in our, well, and, some, you know, some of these heavy gas markets are going to see a, an influx of dual fuel. So they brought up decarbonization again in this meeting and how everybody's wanting to get away from gas in the world. Um, and, I did hear some chatter. I had I heard some distributor guys. Uh, all the guys in the South were trying to talk to the guys above the Mason Dixon line on when you know at the end of the year, right? You you guys can buy all our ACs because they can still sell through up there. So I heard that buzz going around because what we got in the building, we can't sell it. Nope. At the, at the end of the year. Well, and the, if it's the old yeah. system, and, old rating. And there's going to be, you know, there's going to be those distributors up north that, that hopefully we can sell some stuff to. The headache's going to be, you know, you really don't want to have a whole lot left over to sell to them. Because it's one thing no. if it comes down to the end and you've got thirty, forty, even $50,000 worth of equipment. Not that big a deal. Well, what, what are they going to pay for it? They're not going to pay a top no. dollar for it. But if you've got a quarter million dollars of ACs that are paperweights, buddy, you got a big problem. Yeah. I, my hat's off to the guys in our company that are trying to plan for this. I mean, holy cow. Yeah. I don't even know where to start. And The ordering and the not ordering and the trying to keep enough through the summer. I mean, I... All you can go by is past numbers, and look what we've had the last few years. It's yeah, just what, been a shit well, you show. Can't, you so can't judge by any of it. it. Doesn't it? Doesn't make any sense. None of it computes. 
Um, yeah. But the dice roll. Yep. And then the other thing is, you know, on the commercial side, you know, residential lead times are still shit. Commercial ones are still shit. So, right. you know, commercial jobs, you know, I'm quoting, I'm quoting jobs now that the equipment wouldn't ship until September. I mean, wow. <laughs> I th- I, is that across? I feel like that's across the board, right? Brand-wise, I, I haven't. From what, I, and I mean, I don't know if it's, the thing is, I think it, it's affecting different brands in different sizes. Kind of like, you know, when well, we in different markets. Yeah, in yeah. different markets. You know, kind of like when we had the Black Gunk TXV issues with, with stuff, you know, our brand experienced most of it in a group of sizes more than, where other brands experienced it in other sizes more um, just based on what your manufacturer had been buying compressors wise at the time, all that went down. So, right. You know, I think every brand's going to have their own different quirks. Yeah. And I don't know how everybody else is going to do their equipment either, you know? Nope. Um, and on the, it's a headache for the techs cause they're coming up on all this. Every brand's different. You know, yep. I'm kind of got the luxury of dealing with one brand, but, uh, well, and you're going to hear, yeah. you're going to hear the, uh, the horror stories of the, the other brands that those guys have ran up on too. And that's how you're going to learn some stuff too. Yeah. I mean, I gotta, I still feel like I gotta stay educated on all brands the best I can. Um, especially with all this new stuff coming out. I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, so while we were at the uh, while we we're in Jasper at that uh, training facility, uh, old Lance Robinson, the solder weld guy, nice, happened to be out there, and we were brazing aluminum because that's coming, right? I mean, yep. Repairs. If we can't get a product, or can't get a swap, or can't get a coal, we got to start. So. If you haven't brazed aluminum at all, get you an old, get you an old coil out, get you some, you know, hit solder weld up for some, some, some product. Uh, I'm trying to think, is it Harris? Who, who else does? There's only a few players in that game. Yeah. So you just got to be careful what your, what product you're using. Cause some of them, the melt, the uh, what temperature they melt at is really close to what temperature aluminum just evaporates at. <laughs> so you remember I did the Taco Tuesday mm-hmm. that, that year. Yep. So that product there was Flux Core rods, and come to find out that that rod melted at at eleven hundred degrees. Well, at twelve hundred degrees an aluminum coal will just disintegrate. So that's a really fine line. So the solder weld guy, Lance, you know, his product is, it melts at like 600. So it was fantastic, man. I was welding some quarter inch holes with, with map gas. And, uh, so he was in there, man. He's a great, I feel like you would, you just buy anything from him. Like he's a great talker. He's a great salesman. Um, of course, it's a good product. It backs itself up. But, um, 
Yeah, he was talking about Flintstone 1 in there. They're putting him on the side of a tub for the golden ticket. If you get a tub of uh, whatever hot block it is, <laughs> um, you get you get a bunch of swag. So I think I was the only one in the room that knew who Flintstone was. <laughs> but it just, just, shows, uh, just shows how much how much room there is left to grow for us, for all of us. Yeah, you got to get on Instagram and follow some people. Dude, that hot block stuff's pretty cool, though. You saw it because I know. Well, yeah, it's reusable. Well, that and like you saw, I reposted that that video of it, <laughs> where he's just got oh, his yeah. got his torch on his hand with it, just sitting there. Wasn't that? I, th- I think he did that with Flintstone at the AHR at the booth. He just put it on his hand. He t- turned the torch on it, and it just. Um, it's pretty wicked. I mean, you just take the putty out and wrap it around the TXV and just go to town and it, it blocks it, blocks the heat. But, uh, yeah, and he's got a great hat, man. That, that camo flat bill with the solder weld patch on it is, it's a sweet hat. I tried to steal one off his table and he's like, ah, eh, eh. it's not a giveaway. Dang, don't be taking my personal swag. I know. All right, so... Yeah, that being said, educate yourself. What are you, what are you sending me pictures of here? I know. I was waiting <laughs> to see how long you, you took you to see that. The first one was uh, the cobra chicken uh, lording <laughs> over the branch today. The cobra chicken. And he was just sitting that's up a, there squawking away. That's a geese. Goose. Geesin. A geesin. <laughs> and then uh, this other one, um, an older contractor friend of mine, he he works for, uh, he does maintenance on one of the, or a couple of different race shops um, around us. If, if people don't know it, um, Charlotte, North Carolina, and then like Concord, where I live, and over in Mooresville are the NASCAR mecca of the world. Yeah. Um, as well as like legend cars and some of that other stuff. But this was on a 15 seared two ton heat pump. And yeah, what kind of is that just a rat snake? Yeah, it looks like it's a rat snake is melted behind the control board. He's like, I've seen a lot yeah, of things, that's... but I ain't seen that one. <laughs> Yeah, so he's curled up behind the defrost board. Like, yeah. I don't know, it's probably a two-foot at snake. At least. At least. It's... And yeah. I mean, he is cooked. Oh, if right, yeah. So he's like, man... He may not have been a rat snake. He looks like a rat snake yeah, now. <laughs> um, But he was like, yeah, I'll get a much better picture of it when, when I take that thing off there this afternoon. And then he never sent me another damn picture. Oh, I was like, come man. on. Man, I've opened up some of those train older train units and that freaking snake just curled up down in that little box and I get hurt more you know dropping or running than I did if he would have just bit me um hitting your elbow on something or oh, those are yeah that thing's that thing's huge dude um I don't know how he got I in don't there either it's funny you talk about uh snakes and old train units a couple, maybe a couple months ago, or a couple, no, a couple weeks ago, I was going through a bunch of pictures I'd found from when Chris and I lived in Greenville, 
10, what, nine years ago, 10 years ago. And I've got videos of uh, this old train unit that some of the guys that were one of, that worked for one of my contractors were trying to get all these snakes out of it <laughs> that they had found in the thing. Oh, I think you told me about that. But actually, yeah, I found the videos of all of it. And dude, this one black snake that was in there, that thing had to be six feet long. That thing was massive. Jeez. They yeah, finally I, I, they finally got his ass out of there. Uh, they sprayed him with twenty two and he shot out of there. <laughs> yeah, that's not expensive at all. <laughs> well, back then it wasn't as bad. <laughs> right. That was what, two thousand ten? That's weird saying that like it's an old time ago. That just made me feel old. No, 2010 sounds like last year yeah. to me. 12 years ago in county. Man, I graduated in 2000. I graduated college in nice. 10. Mm. Yeah, so that's depressing. Anyway, <laughs> next so that's depressing. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, you do any uh, high school reunions? I don't think I've. I went. I, I went. went I went to. Uh, I went to our five year one. We had a freaking blast. Five no, years, not five years. Not no, it was ten years. Sorry, it was ten year. Ten year. Okay. Sorry, I dated myself. Yeah, five year. Everybody's just like looks the same. No, ten <laughs> ten year was fun. We had a freaking blast. Same freaking couples that were still together are still just as damn dramatic and. Oh, nice. Uh, no, it was a good old time. That was the first time Kristen had gotten to meet a, a bunch of people from that I grew up with since she and I met after I was older. Right. So we've had some good numbers. Yeah, when you told me that earlier, that blew my mind. I just I, I was clicking on there and looked a little bit. Ago. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I don't know if you want to click on there and see if we picked up a state or two, or yeah, how we're so looking yeah, we, on our uh, we we tour. We crossed the uh, the hundred in a day mark for the first time, and did it two days in a row, and then what two days before that almost hit it once too. So well, and that's not pulling uh, Spotify no, data either. Which, I mean, let me get a look at that too. Yeah, I mean, I know the, these numbers, you know, they're not TikTok numbers, but for you guys to download the show and listen to it, right, that, that takes engagement. It takes a lot of time, so yep. we appreciate that. It's not just swiping up through some pictures. When riding took old shit break out, I was swiping through Instagram, and it's just like, you gotta you gotta kind of slow down and and try to you know I was looking at some installers on there and some of the some of the stuff they did and you gotta you gotta slow down and see what they got going on read some comments you know maybe he said what he used or how he did something um, of course I'm just as bad about just posting a picture or something but so Spotify is still touch and go like it'll be spiky for a group of episodes and then it'll die off. <clears throat> I just thought Spotify was the platform, right? But Pandora is like huge for us. Yeah, I know. It's it's interesting to see which ones grow. So yeah, let's go look at. Uh, uh, yeah, we both can look at it together. So worldwide, 
one from Japan. Let's see. Let's nice. See, let's see. This is April only. So this is just April. One in okay. Japan, one in Brazil, eight in Canada, 710 in the United States. Now, this is interesting. How's that Midwest looking? <laughs> Kentucky is the winner. Really? 68 downloads in Kentucky. 52 in Ohio. 47 in Massachusetts. 43 in Michigan. Dude, we crushed some of the up Northeast and Upper Midwest that we've been wanting to build some audience in. So thanks, guys. Appreciate you listening. Yeah. Um, Texas, 39. Let's see. California, 36. Illinois, 26. New York, 24. Pennsylvania, 20. Florida, 17. Colorado, 10. Tennessee and Wisconsin, 9. Georgia, 8. Oregon. Three. One. <laughs> Lucas and his buddies. Yep. That or Lucas just listened to three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't, I don't know how it does that. It pulls from there. Uh, but yeah, we almost. Let's see, one, two, three, four. I say we hit 30 of 50. Pretty decent haul. Yeah, I mean, we're still pretty green at this then, uh, at the end of the day. Oh, Canada. Oh, Five Ontario, one in British Columbia, one in Quebec, and one unknown. Oh, where the hell is that at? I don't know. Is that Newfoundland? <laughs> Who knows? Now, I told you, I told you, my nephew, I, say, I told you my nephew moved to Nova Scotia. That might be unknown. He's out there. I told him, you know, if he saw Oak Island without me, I'll be right. Why? I guess should we should we do all time episodes again? Oh, <laughs> who's winning? Dude, our boy is winning. Jason. Jason is crushing it for the for right now. Uh, so, no rest for so the wicked. March thir- this is this is March thirteenth through April eleventh. Ten most downloaded episodes. He is more than double second place. It's clickbait. Yep, that's all right. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's a, he's at two forty in that period. And then building that was a good episode. Yeah, it was man. a great episode. And then building blue collar culture with HVAC God. It's got 108 for the first one, 112 for the second one. Interesting. Yeah, those are good episodes. Part two was really good though. Um, you know, you you build long. these episodes. Yeah, you build these episodes in your mind, and then you do them, and you're like, ah, you know, or you're like, man, that that really was more informative than I thought it was going to be. Because you really don't know. Um, but I'll tell you, we, we're putting it out. We're recording it. And we're posting it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you win some, you lose some. Some some of them surprise you. Uh, you know, old, old Zachary always give us some feedback. He's out there riding around. He's selling equipment. And he'll give us some feedback. Um, I know when we don't put one out, he's pissed on a Friday. Him and Jason both. He's like, yeah, what am I supposed to do today? What am I supposed to listen to? Like the radio? Like, you know, I think it's cool they're wanting to listen to my dumb ass, but whatever. I know, right? 
Um, so yeah, we got we got a couple guests coming up, don't we? Or at least one. Yeah, we got one next week, and then I thought we had uh, one at, later in March. Um, we got to get my daughter on here to compete against Corey's yep, show. Yep, got to get up, get that on here before it gets. I'm not going to so mention it to her again because she about drove me crazy for a week there. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we'll get to it this week. So. All right. Well, you got anything? I think else? I think that's it, man. It's been a good show. Yeah, there's still more technology to talk about as it comes out. Get my hands on it. Make some reels. Make some reels. Some clutch reels. Yes. <laughs> as always, Dennis coming through with the clutch reel. Um. So yeah, check us out, man. We uh, appreciate everybody listening, and we'll keep the content coming. We'll get we'll get back into some social media. It's just like I said, we got two jobs going here, so we got to give both some love. That's right. And it's getting ready to be go time. Yep, I got it's getting ready to be summertime. Yeah, I got to get on some. Uh, I got to create some YouTube videos, so. All right, well, we'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening, everybody.